0: الحمد لله الحمد لله ونسكره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا من يهده الله فلا مضل لنا ومن يضلل فلا هادي واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له رب العالمين مالك يوم الدين واشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله I remind myself and yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, قال تعالى في القران الكريم, يا ايها الذين امنوا الله ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون. يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس zawjaha وخلق منها زوجها وبث منه رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله ما بال به الارواح ان الله جامعكم يقينا الحمد لله الحمد لله الحمد لله لله رب العالمين الله سبحانه ta'ala he gave us life, he gave us Iman, he gave us the big blessing, he gave us the opportunity of life to gather here again on Yom al-Jum'ah, the best of days, to gather Muslims, to be reminded, to remember him subhanahu wa ta'ala, and to be reminded and remind one another of his way and the way of His Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The one who Allah guides, none can misguide him. The one who does not have the guidance of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala, what a life, what a life, and that is what we want to talk about today, guidance, 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 guidance has a twin, a coin which you have in your pocket has two sides, on one side of it is something called guidance, and on the other side it has a twin, a brother or a sister, they are very similar in spelling but there is just a few letters that changes the two of them our beloved prophet Muhammad used to make dua about guidance he was the Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one who spoke to Jibreel he is the one who went on Israel and mihraj and rose to the heavens and witnessed his Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one who received the Quran he is the one whose sins have been forgiven. Yet Rasulullah used to make dua. Ibn Hatim and Ibn Jarir recorded from Um Salama Radiallahu alha that the Prophet used to make dua saying what? You know this dua very well. Ya qulub. Tabib qalbi Al Adiq. Ya al qulub, all you who changes the hearts, Ya Allah! You change the heart. Somebody's a believer today, and for some reason, some reason, some reason, he leaves it, he rejects it. Strengthen my heart, tether my heart, tie my heart. There's an area in Surah in Imran, which I want to focus on today, which is linked to this, which the Prophet also used to recite. And it is a du'a that we make for guidance. Allah teaches us, <laughs> O oh our Lord, don't deviate our hearts. We're following your deen today. Due to some temptation, some issue, some reason. Don't deviate us. Don't let us go astray. After you have guided us. And I was thinking of this and I read the ayah before it. It's very interesting that the ones who are making this dua that Allah is telling us about the Quran are people who said they believe in the whole of the Quran. And when we make this dua, we today, when we are making it, are people who are believers. Alhamdulillah. But here we are reminded, don't let us debate after you have guided us. After we are laying in the Allah, alhamdulillah, we then leave it. I was sent to an office to do some work a few weeks ago and I arrived and I was waiting downstairs in the reception area for somebody who I'm going to meet to come and take me to the office where I'm going to work for that day. And I met a brother there. We met many, many, many years ago. Him and I, we used to, we used to attend some Islamic conferences together many years ago. Asalaamu alaikum, wa how are you? And he mentioned somebody that both of us know. And the brother was like, what happened to this man? He was somebody who we both know. Somebody who was guided. Somebody who counted himself as the believers. He still claims, some people doubt him. But what he does nowadays, he's on TV, he's on the internet, attacking Islam. The Sharia, the Sharia is barbaric. Women wearing hijab, jilbah, what is this? This is not the Quran. This is an Arab tradition. Muslims believe in one ummah. This leads to terrorism. So this brother who I met in this company, he said to me, he said, I used to look up to this person. For me, he was knowledgeable. But when I saw him start to say these things, and turn this way, then I realized, it is not just about the knowledge that you have. How do you follow the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do you keep believing this guidance is correct? Allah is the creator. He has all the answers. Allah says in the Quran, we reveal this Quran to answer, to clarify, to explain every matter. This is the opinion a Muslim should have. Even if you don't know the answer to a particular subject, you should believe and continue to believe till we die that Islam has the answers. I don't know, I can ask this brother, I can ask that sheikh, I can ask that sister. They, maybe they've studied more than I have. They can give me the answer. But the basis, the starting point, is that you believe that if there is a creator, he didn't just leave us like animals to roam the earth and live as we wish. He gave us guidance, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why we also need to say, Rabbana, O Allah, <laughs> la tu Please, please, don't give it our hearts from your guidance. Baada ib hadaitana, after you have guided us, <laughs> and give us from your grace. To be guided is is the blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <laughs> you are the one who gives generously. Brothers and sisters, guidance is not a one-day thing. It's not a one-day thing. And we live in a world where it is easy to become misguided. This brother who now says all this nonsense, is it the thing? that he will be on TV, on the internet, that people, maybe not Muslims, will praise him, maybe it's the fame, maybe it's money, yeah? You speak against Islam, you'll be famous, you'll be popular. We'll give you money, we'll give you a job, we'll fund you. Whatever it is, we ask Allah to protect and to the possible from the But there are things which maybe we will not reach the level of that brother, that man, the Allah guide. We will not reach his level and go on TV and they attacking Islam. But there is a level below that, which is one that can affect all of us, me and you. We live in a world, we live in a society that is secular. This is an English word, a big English word. The Western world is a secular world. What does that mean? It means it is a godless world. Godless. There are people that is what? Don't bring God into it. It's godless. How to buy, how to sell, how many women should behave. You want to follow guidance, there's Quran, there's some Bible, some... What, what, what's all this? From the Creator. We can't see God. We know best. The human being, the individual, knows best. That is why we say the Western world, its aqidah, its foundation. The most important idea that they have, what is our most important idea? La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. What is the most important idea that people in the West believe in? The human being is free, and the human being should decide how to live, and God should not have anything to do. In their history, the church used to tell them what to do. And between the church, between the, 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 the rulers, the kings and the princes, and the intellectuals, the so-called thinkers, they had a fight many years ago. And the result of that fight was an agreement. You believe in God, you keep it personal. Worship in your mosque, worship in your synagogue, worship in your church. But when you come outside to trade, to ban, to sell, war, peace, all the big issues of life outside the home, human beings know best, human beings decide. Keep God out of the equation, that would be that. That's what the West says. This is how they live. And we live in a world like that. And so when you go to work, when women and women deal with each other, it's not by Sharia, because they're not Muslims, unfortunately. But in order to fit in, maybe you start to say, well, they don't chat with the girls. I have to fit in, I'm working. I need to get along with my kids, you know. I need to go to the pub. Oh, how do we raise our children? It's freedom. We live in the West, brother. Let them be free. This is the way, this is not <clears> the <throat> So, bit by bit, as a parent, as a husband, as a trader, look at trade, look at trade. Some of our Muslim brothers and sisters who have businesses, what do some of them say? I say, brother, you say, brother, you're doing alcohol, but, you know, you're taking that, that's a law, it got interest on it. don't I Work out, your business will grow, you don't have to take a loan. I say, brother, brother, this is business.
1: When somebody says
0: that, what are they saying? This is business, so Islam should not and that is what the godless society says that's what the west says they said this is not to do with religion this is life keep it in the church keep it in the mosque keep it in the synagogue. and so it should not be surprising that living here there are so many opportunities to do this guy we become people who come to the mosque on friday alhamdulillah sign of iman may allah accept from us but when we step outside, and we linked to Allah? Are we linked to the Quran? When we go about our day to day life, do we follow the hand of the Sharia? The rules from the Sharia? In our banking, dealing with our wives, caring for our ummah, any issue, when is can keep that and call the Shaykh? So, brothers, living in a godless world, it is so easy to become misguided. So, one of the things we need to do to keep guided? Our part. Our part, that alhamdulillah we're Muslims today, in this environment which is pulling us this way and that way, how do we stay strong? Number one, dua. We should make dua. We should make dua, dua, dua to Allah. Rabbana la Ask Allah to keep us guided. After He has guided us, we ask Allah that we die as Muslims. What does every Imam recite? We make dua to Allah, and we should keep making dua to Allah. That our last breath, our last breath, so many people, we make announcements from this member nearly every week. Sister Musa, Sister Aisha passed away, Brother Musa passed away. Reminder for me and you that when our time comes, our lips should be moist with what? That we've not sold the guidance from Allah, our Islam for any price, for any pressure, that we remain confident in his being until we die. First point, brothers, well take go out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he keeps us guided. Number two, don't take guidance for granted. Don't take it for granted. I'm guided today right. I'm Muslim. Don't look at those non Muslims. I'm solid. Yeah. I'm on the Jannah boats. Is there a Jannah boat? Ticket, one way ticket. We have a one way ticket that will die. You have, we don't have that ticket. But the destination, where we meet Allah, who knows? I don't know, you don't know. So we keep making dua and we keep saying, what can we do to hold them to this day? So brothers make dua and don't become pleasant Number two, follow the guidance. It does not make sense, it is meaningless. That somebody says, I believe in Islam. ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Okay, that's the starting point. But now the Quran, the Sunnah, gives us the way, the tariqah of how to live this life. What to do, what not to do. You want to get the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We follow his laws, we follow his orders, we follow his sharia. The path to happiness, true happiness, in this dunya. And It doesn't make sense that somebody says, I believe in the guidance, but he doesn't follow it. And that is what the Western world has done. In the Western world, they don't tell people not to believe in God. They don't say that. This is very clever, very interesting. The Western thinkers don't say, don't be a Christian, don't be a Muslim. But what they say is, if you are a Christian or a Muslim, fine. Keep it to yourself, keep it in your house. So when you come to life, buying selling, ah, don't bring God into it. The Muslim says, no. rasulullah. How I buy, how I marry, how I do with my wife, how I deal with my non-Muslim neighbours, has to be according to the Quran and the Sunnah of Rasulullah. Alayhi alayhi Does the seer of the Prophet not answer every issue? He dealt with enemies. He went to war. He made peace treaties. He was the ruler. He was a husband. He was all these things. So when you are a ruler, when you are a husband, when you are a trainer, there is a summa to God. And unfortunately what we have, even in the Muslim world today, in the Muslim world, some of the thinkers and the rulers, they have adopted what came from the West. They have made our society godless. Somebody say, how can you say that? We have Makkah, we have Medina, we have people praying. Yes, we do have people praying. And Muhammad bin Salman, MBS, has been locking up <coughs> scholars. Before, killing, before the killing of this, this man, I may mean, Allah have mercy on him. They've I been mean, locking up scholars, locking up activists. Anybody who's saying the way we're going is wrong. You talk about the new Saudi Arabia, Irish dancing, World War Web Wrestling, Banks with Riba. We already have Banks with Riba, but now you make everything more open. This is not according to Islam, this, this is not the Sharia. Anybody who says, uh, Okay, take look them look up Even from famous people that you know. And may Allah reward them. Because what is pushing them to stand firm and speak out is their that iman. They that have over 50 countries, Muslim countries today. Not one implements the guidance. The guidance was not sent to be recited only in Ramadan and to be put on the shelves. What does this ayah mean today? That you defend yourself that when people attack the Muslims the Rohingya, Kashmir, that Muslims are sent. The ayahs that talk about you and your wife, Wa hunna ma'ruf, Live with your wife honorably. What does this mean? There is see about it. How you could love between you and your wife, how you find ways to kindle that love, like the love between Aisha and Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Every issue, there is guidance. And the one who says he's guided, needs to follow it. That means we should study, read the of Qur'an, a tense circle, that means we should find out what this guidance says to us. That means we should hold on to it. Hold on to it. And again, we live in an environment where there are many pressures. At work, do I have to pray? My children, they want to pray a prayer room in the school, and now you have a government prevent program. And prevent is saying, the more Islamic you are, the more trouble you are. So, you no. Know, the parents need to go to the school and fight for their children. They are bound now, they need to find they just need a quiet place. That's all. What's your problem? What is the problem? And when you stand firm for your children, because you want to follow the guidance as a parent, and you want them to follow the guidance, Allah will aid you. Allah will aid us, and will make things easy for us, inshallah, inshallah, inshallah. We live in a world, brothers and sisters, number three, is to maintain an Islamic environment. Especially when things become difficult to follow the deal and easy to go straight. Like living here. You have to put yourself in an environment that's Islamic. What do I mean by that? We need to surround ourselves with friends who remind us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Friends, when you are with them, what they speak about, the way they behave, the way they deal, what they remind you and me of is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm sure you have friends like that. You have some of your friends like that. And you have some friends who are the other way. They only remind you about having fun. But there's a friend when you have fun with it, even he makes dua at the start of it. He makes jokes which are halal, not Haram jokes. You have friends who remind you and me of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The office does not remind us of Allah. I'm going to go back to the office after this stop but I have to be frank with you. It doesn't remind me of Allah. It's a job. i am got to do it. You're going to have the Christmas party. They're going to have this, that, and the other. And you're going to try to avoid it. But when you go home, does not mean you live a miserable life. It means outside of the office, outside of school, we surround ourselves with friends, family members who help to remind us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the final thing is that we reflect at that book, the upon the Quran, upon the guidance. Many places in the Quran, Allah asks a question. Do they not reflect on the Qur'an? The one who reads it and then thinks about it. Taji, you read this verse. What does it mean to you? What is Allah saying to you? What is the duty? What is the hikmah? What is it you should learn from this and practice? When you do that, then your heart will love Allah more, will love to follow His guidance, will love the sunnah, because you're always making a connection between the guidance from Allah that He sent, His blessing, and your life. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make his people who recite this dua. Rubair, <laughs> la I khulb, not feel a Qud as for love you. The Most Merciful. The Most Merciful. The Most Merciful. The Most Merciful. We thank Allah <laughs> subhanahu wa da'ala for his blessings. <laughs> we ask him to send blessings upon Rasulullah We ask Allah to keep us guided until the day we meet him. We ask Allah that we do us who are close to the guidance of the Quran, with the ahadith, who attend circles of knowledge, and who in our practical life are always asking, what does Allah want me to do? Before we do anything, we ask the question, what does Allah want me to do? What is the halal? Let me do it. What is the haram? Let me keep away from it. And that whatever price is put in front of our eyes, money, fame, fitting in at work, fitting into the wider society, maybe I'll be controversial here, Islam did not send the Muslim to fit in. We have to be clear about this. Islam did not come to fit in with the way the world is. Allah sent the Prophet alayhi wa sallam, and the Quran to define a new world, to define justice, to define how men and women should behave such that they have relationships which lead to goodness, not the chaos that we see. If you want to see, if I want to see the result of not having guidance, just step outside. Step outside. Look at the chaos, the fight between husband and wife in this society. Look at how some are getting rich, and people are dying. On my way, I was walking to the station, an old lady on my way to the station, Water Street Station, she went to the dustbin and she picked the packet that people were eating from. Picked it up. All around there were restaurants. This is the UK in 2018, and people, old people are dying in hospital. Where are their families? Where are their friends? You have to feel sorry for them. Why this mess? Because there's no guidance in their lives to follow and some Muslims want to follow that. Allah keep us from it. And we'll be those who follow it and become an example to the best of mankind. Inna Allah right. wa Malaikatahu <laughs> yusallim ala nabiya yaa iha al-lazhiya'a bala salli wa ala thim sali ala Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama salli'ta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim inna kahami bin-mujeeb Allahumma dhalik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad we ask Allah to help our Ummah wherever they are in Yemen, in Syria, in Pakistan, in Bangladesh, in Kashmir, wherever the Muslims are suffering, Allah says, We ask Allah to unite the heart of this Ummah, to bring for this Ummah a strong leader, a khalifa who will solve the problems of the Ummah by the Quran and the Sunnah. We ask Allah to help them wherever they are that we do our best to help them. We ask Allah to keep our family strong, to forgive us our sins to unite us in the next month the best of men. Sayyidina Rasulullah s.a.w. Allahumma hasana wa hasana wa fi al-a'la wa al wa kama hama al wa from baria wa la ta'hamdilna ma'ala da'ahadilina wa 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 al sayyidina